0: This is your no-bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert, I'm a coach, a business owner and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to this episode where we are going to be talking about the most anxiety-provoking subject of them all, money. (laughs) Have you already got the fear? (laughs) Don't worry, I'll be gentle. But does the idea of making money or dealing with money make you uncomfortable? Do you say things like, I just want to help people and I hate putting my prices up? Do you know that you're not charging what you're worth, but you can't seem to do anything about it? Well, money mindset is a big issue for the self-employed, particularly amongst women. So you're not alone. And the first thing I will say is that I highly recommend Denise Duffield Thomas's book, Get Rich Lucky Bitch. Don't be put off by the title. (laughs) You might love the title. It's an excellent book, definitely a game changer, and it will make things easier. But in the meantime, let's have some quick thoughts on what we can do to make money a little less scary and a little bit less of a problem. So let's start with our mindset block for this episode. So when you think about money and prices, chasing up invoices, asking for payment, do you start to physically panic? You know, do you feel your stomach clench up and get a lump in your throat and you feel agitated? So take note of that. That's your mindset block for this episode. You clearly feel very uncomfortable, scared, panicky, not at all safe when you think about money. Now, we can't fix that this moment, but we can (laughs) fix it long term. Um, again, through coaching or through therapy or through NLP or all kinds of mindset work. Please let me know if you would like to talk to me about any of that and I can help you or direct you to other people who can. But for right now, we're just going to take note of it. We're going to look full in the face the fact that money panics you. And that's nothing to be ashamed of and it doesn't mean anything really, it just means that's something that needs to go on your list of stuff to work through. So let's try, if we can, to get a bit clearer on what the problem might be. So I want you to grab a piece of paper and I want you to answer these questions. Now nobody's going to see your answers, I mean I'd love for you to share um, your answers with me um, in comments on this uh, podcast post or in my facebook group but you know you don't have to obviously nobody's going to see these answers so please be as honest as you can so answer these questions what does a rich person look like what does a rich person rather how does a rich person act people who want to make money are dot 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 fill in the blank Having more money than I need to live on would be, fill in the blank, people who don't have much money are, and if I want to be rich, that means, so a couple more fill in the blanks there. Now, pause this episode and answer those questions honestly. Be as judgmental as you like, that's the whole point. (laughs) And then come back to me. So, chances are you have just written down loads of value judgments about yourself and other people, which is purely based on the number in their bank account and whether or not they'd like to have more money than they need. So, I want you to really think about that. You don't, again, you don't have to do anything, you don't have to change anything. But just be really clear about the judgments you're making there and the beliefs that you're carrying around, because none of these things are concrete, absolute truths, but they are the stories that you're carrying around with you about money and income, making money, having it, wanting it. And it's important to be clear about that because some of those beliefs might well be holding you back and not serving you. They might be doing people a disservice. You know, they they may well not be helpful. What are the money stories that you grew up with? You know, so much of our attitude towards money comes from our childhood, either our actual experiences of having money or not having it, or what our families told us about money, how they acted um, when it came to money, their own money mindset. So, get clear on what those stories are. What were the rules you were given, consciously or unconsciously, about money? Because money, finance, currency, you know, it came about because bartering was inconvenient. You know, you could give me food that you've grown in your garden in exchange for a coaching session with me, but yeah, that's, <laughs> we can all see the flaws inherent in that. It's not going to work. So, we have money. You know, it's a way of getting what we want and need in exchange for the skills that we have. Or it's a way of other people giving us what we want and need via the skills that they have. And we all fulfill our needs and wants or we fulfill each other's and the money moves around. That's it. Like everything else is a story or a judgment or an unconscious rule. You know, there's nothing else is like a fact about this stuff everything else is a story that you're carrying around so what are these shoulds about money that you have in your little sack of thoughts that you carry around with you you know are they serving you they might be they might be serving you brilliantly you might have certain values around money certain beliefs they might be fantastic they might be really helpful but they might not be and it's important to look at them and own them and understand them so that you can decide whether you want to change them with or without some help, but you can decide if they're actually useful. You know, I have money stories. I have many. I didn't think I had any money mindset issues, and then I looked at it properly, and of course I do. We all do. My main story about money is that money is freedom. That's my story. You know, I can do more of what I want, including helping other people, the more money I have. That's not, you know, a fact or a truth or, a, you know, an absolute. It's just my story. That's how I view it. I'd be really interested to know if you do feel able to share what some of your stories are about money, because it is, as I said at the start, one of the things that causes more stress than anything else. And I think that's because we all need it, You know, you you can't, well, (laughs) maybe some people can get by without it, but most of us, we all need it. We all need to engage with it in some way. You can't kind of get away from it. And yet we have so many beliefs and stories and rules around it that just engaging with it at all, which as I say, we all have to do, can be hugely stressful. And we can worry very much about changes in our income, having more, having less, a lot of the time we're on a knife edge expecting things to be taken away at any moment or worrying if something comes in. You know, we hear about people who get a windfall or make more money, inherit money, you know, suddenly get extra. And one money mindset issue one of the ways it can manifest is those people very very quickly spending that money getting rid of it and sure they get stuff for it but you know really what they're doing is trying to get rid of it as quickly as possible because it makes them so uncomfortable so it's not always a case that money issues kind of manifest themselves as never spending anything it could be spending all the time But again, it might not be something that's serving you. It might be just a story that you have and you don't feel safe with or without money. So when you're thinking about taking an income from your business, here's what I think we need to focus on. Firstly, how much money do we need? Now that requires doing some budgeting. Don't panic. Don't panic. (laughs) All I mean by that is going through your bank account and writing down, if you haven't already done so, what comes out every month without fail. You know, the mortgage, the water bill, uh, the petrol, the food bill. Some of these will be slightly variable, but you can get a pretty good average. The electricity bill, the council tax. You know, what is the stuff that just comes out? It's always going to come out. There's no kind of ifs or buts about it. That's what you spent. That's the first thing. How much money do we need to cover all of that, you know, before we even think about all the fun things we want to do. And then if we had more money, what would we do with it? Now, again, this can be a really scary thought. If having more money is a scary thought, you might want to completely shy away from this question, but you have to remember it would be completely under your control. You could save it, spend it, give it to charity bury it in the garden, roll around on the bed in it. (laughs) You can do whatever you want with it. So on that basis, there are no rules. There's no should. What would you actually do with it if you had some more? And how could your life be improved if you had a higher income? Now that's so subjective. You know, straight away when we talk about money, we think, oh, new car, new house, new clothes. You know, we think about the stuff we could buy, which is fine. You know, that might be the answer for you. It might be if I had a higher income, my life would be improved because I could get more of the stuff that I want. But that's just one option. There are loads of other ways... That money can improve the quality of our life. It might give us more opportunities for self care. It might give us more opportunities to see the people we love, you know, especially if we have friends and family a long way away or abroad, we could see them more. It might give us um, more opportunities for health care. It might give us different choices. It could give us an opportunity to enrich our lives by giving more to charity. You know, there's numerous ways it could improve our lives, and only you can answer how it would improve your life, because only you know what improve means in this context. Here's another couple of questions, though, for those of us who are business owners. What will potential customers think if our prices are too low? Now, I can't really think of many areas of my life, maybe there are some, but I can't think of many areas where the cheapest product is what I'll go for, because my value judgment, my story is that cheap means kind of badly made, likely to break, maybe not up to scratch, not as good as other options, not something of value. Now, as I say, that's my story. It's not necessarily the truth, but we have to bear in mind that if our prices are too low or lower than everybody else's, there's a very good chance potential customers might see us as not very good. So it's worth bearing in mind that there are reasons to keep your prices at a certain level. apart, you know, besides the idea of I'd like to make more money. You know, there's a value and a value perception that goes with that. And also, this is a really important one. Whose decision is it to buy our products or services? Well, of course, it's the client's decision, isn't it? We're not conning anyone. We're not duping anyone. We're not taking advantage of anyone. We're stating what we offer and how much it is. And other people will make a decision whether or not to spend their money on it. And we accept that decision and we say, thank you for your business. So there's no need for you to worry about other people having to spend X amount of money on your services because that's absolutely their choice. It's not your responsibility to manage their money for them, unless you are a financial advisor. (laughs) Now, as an aside, if you struggle with how much money to take from your business, if you're actually making a pretty healthy amount, but you're not really sure how much to take out and how much is it safe to take out, what should you be paying yourself, I can highly recommend the Profit First system which my accountant the lovely Caroline Boardman is a huge advocate of so that's a a little aside you can go and and look that up or do drop me a line if you'd like to hear more and I can direct you to some resources on that. It's a really straightforward um, easy to understand easy to put into place system for managing how much you take out how much you put aside and how much you keep in your business so that's worth having a look at. So definitely, if you want to make a bit of progress on the old money mindset, get hold of Denise Duffield Thomas's book, have a look at Profit First, have a think about the questions I've asked and the value, the value judgments you sort of came up with and the stories you're telling yourself. Obviously, book in for some coaching with me if you'd like to go through this all in depth with me. But in the meantime, just just head over to a mirror. I realise this might be problematic, but if you can, head over to a mirror. Look at yourself. (laughs) I know this might be upsetting. Take a good look at yourself. In your sweatpants or your jeans with your messy hair and your dodgy skin and everything you hate about yourself. Yes, we're not looking at that right now, but just look in the mirror. Because what you see in the mirror is what a wealthy person looks like. All those judgments you made at the start actually... There's absolutely no reason a wealthy person can't look exactly like what you see in the mirror. And if you ever are wealthy, or just financially comfortable, or whatever you're aiming for, you will still be, and will always be, you. It's not going to mean that you're a different person. So while you're working through this stuff, be excessively kind to yourself, and remember that quite often... Money can help us to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life. Speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.